section twelve of the hollow tree and deep woods book this is a librivox recording all librivox recordings are in the public domain for more information or to volunteer please visit LibriVox.org. the hollow tree and deep woods book by albert bigelow payne section twelve mr rabbit's unwelcome company mr polecat makes a morning call and mr dog drops in i think i shall have to tell you about mr polecat said the story-teller and about his visit to mr rabbit who's mr polecat said the little lady you never told me about him before well no because you see mr polecat is so queer in some of his ways that people even don't talk about him a great deal he is really quite a nice gentleman though when he doesn't get excited but when he does he loses friends the trouble is with the sort of perfumery he uses when he gets excited just as some people use a smelling bottle and nobody seems to like the sort mr polecat uses except himself i suppose he must like it or he wouldn't be so free with it but other people go away when he uses it mostly in the direction the wind's blowing from and in a hurry as if they were afraid they'd miss a train even mr dog doesn't stop to argue with mr polecat nobody does and all the other deep woods people do their best to make him happy and to keep him in good humour whenever he comes about and give him their nicest things to eat and a lot to carry home with him so he'll start just as soon as possible but more than anything they try to keep him from saying anything about mr dog or hinting or even thinking about mr dog for when he does any of these things he's apt to get excited and then sometimes he opens up that perfume of his and his friends fall over each other to get out of reach they're never very happy to see him coming and they're always glad to see him go even when he's had a quiet visit and goes pretty soon which is just what didn't happen one time when he came to call on jack rabbit and it's that time i'm going to tell you about mr rabbit looked out his door one morning and there was mr polecat all dressed up coming to see him he wasn't very far off either and mr rabbit hardly had time to jerk down a crayon picture of mr dog that he'd made the day before just for practice he pushed it under the bed quick and when mr polecat came up he bowed and smiled and said what a nice day it was and that he'd bring a chair outside if mr polecat would like to sit there instead of coming in where it wasn't so pleasant but mr polecat said he'd guessed he'd come in as it was a little chilly and he didn't feel very well anyway so he came inside and jack rabbit gave him his best chair and brought out a little table and put a lot of nice things on it that mr polecat likes and began right away to pack a basket for him to take home but mr polecat didn't seem to be in any hurry to go he ate some of the nice things and then leaned back to talk and smoke and told mr rabbit all the news he'd heard as he came along and mr rabbit got more and more worried for he knew that just as likely as not mr polecat had heard something about mr dog and would begin to tell it pretty soon and then no knowing what would happen so jack rabbit just said yes and no and began to talk about mr robin because mr robin was a good friend of everybody and nobody could get excited just talking about mr robin but mr polecat says 
oh yes i saw mr robin as i came along and he called to me that mr dog and then jack rabbit changed the subject as quick as he could and spoke about mr squirrel and mr polecat says oh did you hear how mr squirrel went over to mr man's house and saw mr dog there and then poor mr rabbit had to think quick and change the subject again to the hollow tree people and mr polecat said oh yes i stopped by that way as i came along and they called out to me from upstairs how you were practising drawing and that you gave mr dog some dancing lessons the other day and then made a fine picture of him just as he looked when he danced into the hot coals so i hurried right over here for just to see that picture poor mr rabbit he didn't know what to do he knew right away that the hollow tree people had told about the picture to get rid of mr polecat and he made up his mind that he'd get even with them some day for getting him in such a fix but some day was a long ways off and mr polecat was right there under his nose so mr rabbit said just as quick as he could say it that the hollow tree people were always making jokes and that the picture was just as poor as it could be and that he'd be ashamed to show it to anybody much more to a talented gentleman like mr polecat but that made mr polecat all the more anxious to see it for he was sure mr rabbit was only modest and pretty soon he happened to spy the edge of the picture frame under mr rabbit's bed and just reached under and pulled it out before mr rabbit could help himself well he picked up that picture and looked at it a minute and jack rabbit began to back off toward the door and say a few soothing words when all at once mr polecat leaned back and commenced to laugh and laugh at the funny picture mr dog made where mr rabbit called to him dance mr dog dance and then of course mr rabbit felt better for if his company thought it was funny and laughed there wasn't so much danger why said mr polecat it's the best thing i ever saw you could almost imagine that mr dog himself was right here howling and barking and dancing oh no hardly that said mr rabbit of course i suppose it is a little like him but it's not at all as if he were here you know not at all and he's ever so far off i'm sure and won't come again for a long time you know he's oh yes it is declared mr polecat it's just as if he were right here and i can just hear him howl and bark and and right there mr polecat stopped and mr rabbit stopped and both of them held their breath and listened for sure enough they did hear mr dog howling and barking and coming toward the house as straight as he could come jack rabbit gave a jump right up in the air and hollered run mr polecat run and go the back way but mr polecat never runs from anybody he doesn't have to he just opens up that perfume of his and the other people do the running so mr rabbit gave one more jump and this time he jumped straight up the chimney and didn't stop till he got to the roof where he found a loose board and put it over the chimney quick and sat down on it then he called to mr dog who was coming lickety-split through the woods why how are you mr dog glad to see you walk right in there's company downstairs just make yourself at home till i come down you see there was no use to stop him now because mr rabbit could tell by what was coming up the chimney that it was too late and he wanted mr dog to get a good dose of it as well as himself 
and mr dog did come just as hard as he could tear for the wind was blowing toward the house and he couldn't detect anything wrong until he gave a great big jump into mr rabbit's sitting-room and right into the midst of the most awful smell that was ever turned loose in the big deep woods well it took mr dog so suddenly that he almost fainted away then he gave a howl as if a wagon had run over his tail and tumbled out of that sitting-room and set out for home without once stopping to look behind him then mr rabbit laughed and laughed and called come back mr dog come back and stay with us mr polecat's going to spend a week with me come back and have a good time but mr dog didn't stop and he didn't seem to hear and by and by mr polecat called up that he was going home and that mr rabbit could come down now for mr dog was gone and wouldn't come back he guessed but mr rabbit said no he didn't feel very well and guessed he'd stay where he was for the present and that if mr polecat was going he might leave both doors open and let the wind draw through the house because he always liked to air his house after mr dog had been to see him then mr polecat took his basket and went and jack rabbit didn't come down for a long time and when he did he couldn't stay in his house for the awful smell so he went over to stay a week with the hollow tree people and his clothes didn't smell nice either but they had to stand it and mr rabbit said it served them right for getting him into such a fix it was over a week before he could go back to his house again and even then it wasn't just as he wanted it to be and he aired it every day for a long time but there was one thing that made him laugh and that was when he heard from mr robin how mr dog got home and mr man wouldn't have him about the house or even in the yard but made him stay out in the woods for as much as ten days until he got rid of every bit of mr polecat's nice perfumery End of section twelve read by Celine Major.